pretty cool. I can give or take Craig, you know? I like Craig's in general. I don't think yeah, I every Craig Bruce. I've known has been a cool dude. Craig sounds like a down-to-earth dude who sells you weed, then just leaves. The last Craig <laughs> I knew used to travel to Southeast Asia. Like, he'd come and, like, live in America at his mom's house or whatever and, like, work all year and then go backpack in Southeast Asia for, like two or three months. He's, like, married to, like, some girl from Laos now. Craig sounds like he would surprisingly send you, like, a good independent movie that you're just like, this movie sounds shitty, and you're just like, you know what, Craig, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, that's the kind of guy he is. Good At least album, that same Craig. Craig. He's definitely that guy. You're right, I should have given that album another chance, Craig. You fucking, you're spot on. I, I really was a dickhead to it. This Craig's a rad dude. Yeah, most Craigs I know have been... You know who's really not a rad dude? Oh, Activision God. and Blizzard who are getting hit with a new lawsuit. <laughs> oh my God. You'll at least do the fucking intro. That was the intro. I was just starting hot. I like the... Do you see that? How You're I did You're doing that? a cold open? Boom. And I just landed. Well, typically because... the, the cold open doesn't roll into actual podcast news. But Craig is cool and Activision isn't. Welcome back to Digital Diet. <laughs> Digital Deliberation, this is episode... Digital Diarrhea? Digital Diarrhea, <laughs> this is episode Digital. 16. I am Brett, this is Tom, and we've got Curvels joining us again. Howdy. I wanted to try something new this week, you know, just because I like cool segues. Unlike Blizzard, who is the opposite of cool. <laughs> or segues. I, I have a question. What's that? How was your nap, Carvels? Oh, last time, dude, my nap, fucking great, man. I woke up in my chair with, like, the nap lines, like, really confused, and then I just went to bed. It's good, though. Oh, well-rested. Sorry about that. As long as you're well-rested now. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. He woke up ten minutes ago from last week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just a, little, uh, a nice week-long nap. Week-long Home, I'm like some people might call, but he was okay. He was okay. Yeah, yeah. Woke they up didn't have to. They didn't have to unplug me or anything. Like ramen and urination for a straight week. Not like actually, I got I get an IV drip and a and a catheter. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff like comes her... in. Bad stuff comes out. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I just chill. That's speaking from a real Elden Ring player right there, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, you have actually, to eat or use the bathroom, that's time you're not playing Elden Ring. You know, I played a game other than Elden Ring this week. In fact, <laughs> I played two what? games other than Elden Ring this week. Yeah, you want to hear about my gaming experience this week, guys? Were they Bloodborne I... and Dark Souls 2? <laughs> okay, hang on there. I do want to talk about Bloodborne, but we'll get to that. Shoot bullets in like an X pattern, and then when they level up like the birds and combine into like a crazy gun thing. Um, Crazy gun thing. Just yeah, yeah. That game too. I, it, yeah, it's it's a great game. I'm 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 really pleased with my three dollar game. Um, but yeah. I also spent like twenty dollars on, uh, Orbital Bullet, which is a two D side scrolling shoot 'em up. Only the two-dimensional plane you're playing on is actually a series of rings. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, like Contra or like Gradius? That game looks rad as fuck. Uh, like, more like Contra than Gradius. Like you're, okay. you're a person 
and you can't shoot up or down, but you can like jump and dodge. Um, it's a roguelike, so you know you go in, you kill a bunch of enemies, you try to get as far as you can. You die, you come back with stuff to uh, help you unlock new guns. You can there's different classes you can play as, and you can upgrade the different classes as you go. Um, there's like a, a a mercenary who's good with like bullet guns and gets like high criticals. There's a guy that's good with shell guns and melee combat or like close range stuff. Um, there's like an explosions dude, and then there's one who uses like energy weapons and like turrets and stuff. Right? This game looks rad as fuck. It's it the, like the soundtrack ago. is this like dark synth like like techno soundtrack. Like it's great. The the music's bumping. You're just fucking going through these rings. There's like sometimes there's a ring on the inside and a ring on the outside, and you can like jump in between them. Some enemies can shoot you from from a, across like the ring barrier, like in between rings. And then you like clear floors. So you'll clear a floor, and then you go up a floor, and then sometimes you can go over into a different cylinder. Um, <clears throat> like the levels look like jungles, be... and then it jumps to like a fez looking level, and then there's like dude, there's dark, a there's a meat cool grinder, shit. a meat fa yeah. fa factory level, like. It's it's super cool. Um, Just came out five days. The ago. guns are fun. The mu like I said, the music is absolutely bumping. Some cool enemies. Uh, a good amount of challenge to it. There's like like little like bonus levels on it, uh, throughout the levels where you can either like you can earn like a three star chest, but like it'll either be time gated right, and you like lose a star if you're too slow, and then you lose another star, and then you can only get like a one star. And then there's also uh, ones where you go in and you get it's like hit based. So like if you don't get hit, you get three stars. But if you get hit once, you get a two star. And if you get hit more than once, you only get a one star. And and usually if you get hit more than once in those, you probably die. Um, but yeah, orbital bullets, super cool. If if uh, if that sounds like something you're into, that's definitely my recommendation. Just it looks like Rezogun. I've never heard of Resogun or played it, but if it's like that, I, I, I mean, I might give it a look. I mean, I it, looks like, um, like a, it looks like a more hyped up, like crazy version of it, but Resogun, it was kind of like uh, that game Defender, but it was on like a, a cylinder. Mm. But this seems to be like on the cylinder, but a little more, uh, little more robust than that. I'm looking at the screenshots now. It says you played 13 hours of this. Yeah, yeah, I played it like a ton this week. I, I was super into it install when i see games like this that have like 13 plus hours like it's, that's a lot more content than i'm expecting from these these 2d indie uh, games. i'm not very good at it it's a roguelike uh -huh. so i haven't gotten very far like i've only cl I, i've cleared like the first three bosses and like boss one and two are like on branching paths right like you can go to boss one or boss two and oh. then like, and then boss three comes after that. Yeah, there's like, you go to the like the different worlds. Like, there's a jungle world and like an underwater world, and like, like when the, they do the meat packing. Yeah. Like, those are the different levels, right? Like those different worlds you go in between, and then there's like levels within the worlds. I like when they do that, except when like you realize you don't have to beat all the bosses, and you're like, oh cool, I beat the game, and then there's an achievement. It's like complete every boss in a run. You're like, how the fuck are you supposed to do that? Well, like you get you get like these like keys or like tokens or something when you beat a boss for the first time, and then when you're in the hub area, um, there's like a big gate with like a different symbol for each boss. So I, I kind of want to know what's behind that gate. Um, oh, there's also like 
so there's that mode where you're like trying to progress the main story but there's also like a challenge mode where it's just like survive as many floors as you can which is super cool i played some of that mode too so so it doesn't just have like the roguelike mode it also has this like um like um, not boss rush mode but like you know continuous survival mode um where like the roguelike power-ups that you get, those actually have no impact in this mode. You, like, unlock power-ups per run. It's more of, like, a true a true roguelike, right? Rather than, like, a roguelite. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a super cool game. Funny thing about this game is that I bought a game... Quiet, Scoop. <laughs> Dog's going nuts. Uh, I bought this. I bought a different game this week, and it this game was a game that came with it if you bought a bundle. But mm -hmm. I said, "What the hell? Is a bullet? I'm not going to buy that." And it's funny you bring it up now. No, yeah, yeah. It actually looks really cool. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and the music is bumping. Like half the fun of it is just like shredding guys to like these cool, sick beats. You know, I don't know. It's a good time. All right, I gotta. I've been I did invaded play more by Elden a bean. Ring, though, of course. I have not played more Elden Ring, strangely enough. Well, that's, I mean... Right, we talked about it, but I'm waiting, so I have a big chunk of time. I'm going to take a vacation day and just play it for like fucking six hours when I move. I have a, a test I need to pass sooner than later than later, so I kind of put games off this week. Let me play it for you. Didn't have any time for no Elden Ring, but I'll get back to it. It's funny because somebody was asking today about, like, did you go to this character? Did you do this storyline? I'm like, I don't know any character's names in that game. I know Blue Bitch, <laughs> I know Blonde Bitch, and I know Red Hair Bitch. What really sucks is, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but all, like, the major story bosses, all their names start with G, R, or M. R, M, yeah. I did notice that. Because George R. R. Martin was like, hehehehe. <laughs> I finally oh, beat. Be so uh, much fun. I did play. Actually, I did play a little bit because I uh, I beat that guy I couldn't beat before. The general dude. Radon. In the, yeah, guy. The guy in the swamp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's nasty. They did nerf him, but I think that's fair. He was he was supposed to be more of like a gimmick fight, and he was really he was way. He too just had a lot of a lot of fucking health. Is this problem? Yeah, they they dropped his damage and his health down some. I don't know what if they did anything to his mechanics. I know they. I know they tuned him down a little. Think oh, about rolling a wizard. Wizard. I, I, need some kind like of nerd. A, like a sort. You know what? The best class to roll is the wretched, that starts at at level one with a base ten and everything. Because yeah. you just like whatever you want to do with that character, like you'll yep. have the best stat distribution no matter what. Started as a samurai, got a cool katana, and I'm still using that same katana. The, the, yeah, I've been playing a samurai lately. My, I didn't beat the game on my main character, but I'm close. And I rolled a samurai because I want to try something a little different. And that Uchi Katana is just so good. Yeah, I heard samurai is like basically the second or one of like people say it's between the first and second best class because of the way their damage is mm -hmm. and utility. But I think that's all like subjective no, they... your play styles. I, I think that that they're definitely really well tuned for someone who wants to like pick up the game for the first time, the samurai. I think this is the most accessible game they've made so far. Like it's difficult, but I think it's difficult oh, fuck, in yeah. a way. You didn't well, even play the guided game. 
I think, no, but, like, I've seen you play it. I've played it to the point where I know, it, like, Monster Hunter was so sluggish that it felt like the game was always a second or two behind me. And I feel like if you get the timing right, it's just going to take forever to play this game. Yeah, there are some parts that are wonky. I don't know why maybe people are saying it's better than Zelda and shit, but I can definitely see that, like, it's, it's difficult and fair in a way that I hated about Monster Hunter. But here's the thing about Monster Hunter. It's bad. It's a bad game. Just a fucking solidly bad game. It's a bad video game. In every I, fucking way possible. I tried to get into Monster Hunter World and some buddies that were playing it. It was not it was not for me. Yeah, it's not a not a good time. I had to get into it three different times. I had the original release on the PS2. I even got like a, a t-shirt with a logo on it. Gave it to me at GameStop for buying the fucking thing. Every time I try to get into it, I hate myself more. Yeah, it just yeah, isn't it's, for me. It just is not did, for me. What did you guys play this week? Uh, what did I play this week? What did you play this week? Let's see, what did I play this week? Uh, beginning of the week stayed slow. I'm still putzing away at my uh, miniature golf game. that I play punk rock golf every night. Where I listen to an album and I play through that. Um, let's see. I'm playing through Tiny Tina. I'm really enjoying the fuck out of that game. For someone who is a who's got a claptrap tattoo, um, I really am enjoying this. They've made it so that way. I was kind of skeptical about them adding medieval guns to this game, but everything just feels good. The dialogue's fun. They added this open world so that way, like they've added random encounters, so that way you have to kill bandits who attack you on a Final Fantasy map, and it's kind of funny. Um, I'm like six or seven hours in. I think I'm level 15 or 17 when I left this morning, and I can't stop playing it. It's just entertaining. It's cross-platform. It's probably one of the most well-written games that they've made. Will Arnett might be the best villain in the history of Borderlands just because he has such a snarky voice with the shit he does in that game. <laughs> and giving oh, him boy, that more, more snark in Borderlands. That's, that's what they needed. Yeah, but they needed, like, the, you played Borderlands 3. Those twins were just so fucking inaudibly obnoxious at the end just hearing will arnett just like talk down to your characters he's like oh look at you hero of the night trying to do this shit and it's just what you're, funny. Saying, what you're saying is they're doubling down on their terrible humor and i have no interest in playing this it's game so fucking good i don't know if you'd like borderlands or if you're if you're like burnt out from the second one the classes all feel different they give you seven different classes with a uh a branch out. I chose the Berserker, which is the tanky Frost guy, and character creation's fun. It doesn't feel like just reskinned Borderlands, kind of like the pre sequel did. I don't know. It's, that's been the game I was playing. I put a. Uh, had that terrible, uh, what was it, like air mechanic or something? You need to keep uh, getting material in those bad. It was taken over by 2K Australia, and they decided that there was no gravity, and you needed an air mechanic, so everything felt so fucking slow for a Borderlands game. It was just so yeah, bad. It wasn't it supposed to be like, oh, well, we'll just put it on a moon, and then, then the we moon. can have no gravity. <sighs> um, I bought a game that already just turned into, like, my biggest disappointment game of the year. It's called Battle of the Bands. It was a co-op-based... Um, like card building game and you're supposed to have four other band members but like when you play by yourself 
you can only play one character with two energy, so you're basically watching the AI play eight cards while you get to play two. Oh, that's fucking lame. That's not I, great. No, it was dumb. So I ended up returning it immediately, and I was like, I was so pissed off that I was like, this is dumb. Um, but it's yeah, one thing if a game starts you out like weak and then lets you grow really powerful, but when it just starts you out like absolutely unfairly getting demolished, I don't know, man, that sounds. I just lame. thought maybe like, oh, the game mechanics are like we don't want to give you the full band right away because it'd be overwhelming, or maybe. It was because of this or that, but it was like, no, it just, like, legit just didn't let you do anything, um, once you started. It's just like, you could give your energy to other teammates, I'm like, so I can give my one turn, like, one of my moves to another team. Rad. It was, set, like, someone who's played Slay the Spire and stuff like that, it felt so bogged down, I was, I don't know, I was like, oh, something cool, new, new game design, no. Awful. Fucking terrible. Uh, that's always a bummer. Did you not I, uh, get Tunic? I haven't started playing it yet. It's been installed. I see. That's uh, that's uh, that's on my list. I finally like took a look at the trailer. You were mentioning that last week. That uh, that looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's on my it's on my list. Did I'm you take that? Uh, did you take that code I gave you? Is it on Game Pass? I did. I did not take that Game Pass code you gave me. Yeah, take that Game Pass code. It's like what two months of it or something. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. I also played uh, four hours of Pinball FX2 for the Oculus 2. The Quest 2. And I'm enjoying Pinball. It's cool. That's fun. That, if you like Pinball. old man arcade game? Yeah. yeah like apparently pinball. I'm an old man. <laughs> I, I like Pinball. Like, what do you do in your VR? You play cool first-person shooters? No, man. I bought it for VR, Pinball, and fucking Mini Golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I played two VR games this week. What'd you play? Did you uh did you finish up your little discussion here? What you played? You good? You uh WWE, still playing that. Putzing around at it. It's still fun. That's it. I really. I, I heard it's like the worst game ever made. No, it's not. But it's the worst game just... ever made. Something people want to say about WWE games in general. Pretty much. I think they're, they're overall just fine. They're just games, man. They fixed it. They fixed all the shit I didn't like about the last one. My son picked it up today, and he has never played a wrestling game. Um, he thought it was fun to watch the real-life guys beat the crap out of each other in a cage. So he's like, can I play? I said, why not? And the fact that my four-year-old son could enjoy it without getting stomped like the UFC games or some of the other straight simulator games says something um are you saying the game was made for babies it could be he's playing a lot of fortnite he likes the season of fortnite so you're saying fortnite's made for babies well without building fortnite it's fucking is awesome made for babies dude no building is great <laughs> yeah it's not it's not too bad honestly i almost i almost picked up fortnite when they said they were gonna do no building because uh that's the main reason i don't play the game we play it probably a few times a week yeah, I like laying the waste houses so people have nowhere to hide now. <sighs> yeah, I, I played a lot of yeah. the, the PUBG. Remember? Nice. We were all playing that together. I, I remember PUBG. Not? I'd play PUBG again if people yeah. are playing. I, I will not. I have retired from <laughs> PUBG. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I... Uh, and then, you know, like, Fortnite got big around the same time, and I was like, I don't want to play this. It's got building, you know? Yeah, I don't... 
PUBG bummed me out with, um... It seemed like you would spend a lot of time getting gear, and then you'd get gear and then die immediately. Yeah. Just like Warzone. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, oh cool, the Gulag was fun. <laughs> yeah, you get all geared up only for like another team to completely jump you and like headshot everybody from like 50 <laughs> meters away. Yeah. Or whatever, and I don't know if that's far. I, I can't I think of a game true. that more times is like, is everyone, oh man, I got a good gear this loadout, and you hear, I'm down, I'm down, okay, cool. And that was when you had to go back to the lobby for every fucking game. I was like, kill me. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hear someone outside your door? Do you hear someone outside your door? No, I don't know. Up to Team's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. No. It was fun. I'm glad it's over. It had its time. Oh, yeah. It was definitely the catalyst to bring this whole new generation of gaming in for sure like i was really into apex but that game went past me man i used yeah. to do really good and now i can't even get a fucking kill anymore i feel like i can't I warm feel, up yeah i so. feel like yeah if you don't if you don't play those games constantly you're never gonna like you're never gonna be able to do well yeah fortnite i can just kind of jump in and get 10 kills around and feel pretty good about it Exactly. Well, yeah, because Fortnite's for babies. Exactly, I like all babies are playing. Yeah, but when you go go to play like Apex, it's it's all like the teenagers who have nothing else to do. It's just cans of Red Bull and crushed Adderall on their desk. Yeah, yeah, and like a pee <laughs> bottle. You know, like there's a oh, big Jesus. empty Gatorade full of urine, and then all they do is play Apex. You know, like it, it's fine. You know, live your life. They also bud. only drink lemon lime Gatorade, so it's like a. Yeah, yeah. To test every time they go for a bottle. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to some, I, like, I was on the uh, an Overwatch Reddit of, like a while ago, and some kid was just like, because I was like, oh, I hit gold, and I was like, it's like, oh yeah, I went to my um, school's esports team, and unless you're like Master Three, they don't even look at you. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like, there's teenagers who are just like that dedicated, just like yeah, they they legit look up your battle that account, and if you're not Master Three or like whatever. I'm like, oh man, Greg couldn't make it to a high school <laughs> Overwatch team. Yeah, I mean, I used to work with a kid when I was working at the pizza shop who was in high school. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get on the Overwatch team. And he like literally just played it every day. It didn't work out for him. He tried <laughs> to join some other esports team. didn't work out for him. Ah, whatever. Good, good, good luck in his future endeavors. I'm going to be a DJ. Okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, I, I wish you the best. I'm going to go self. <laughs> just wait yeah. a month until you see his uh, turntable on Craigslist where he's trading it for a mini bike. <laughs> Seems my, to be the trend. <laughs> one of my friends from high school is like, I'm turning 38 this year. I'd love to DJ someplace. I'm like, okay, buddy. Maybe just set it up. Like, just call it a day. <laughs> my brother yeah, makes a shit ton of music. And the punchline all in one. He's like 38 or something, isn't he? Yeah, 39, but your brother I mean, isn't he's, like... He's not new to it. He's been doing it for a long time. But I'm just like, yeah, he actually does make some music. Yeah, but he makes money and it's not his only thing. Like, if you got a DJ gig, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of rad because he makes decent money. He's kind of like the CEO of, like, what's his name? The guy from um, uh, Golden Sacks is like a DJ playing at Bonnaroo this year. You know what I mean? It's like, if you have a good job and you make mad money and you're just like, I want to go do a DJ gig, that's fine. But if you're like making $30,000 living in Boston trying to still support yourself, it's just sad. <laughs> Where clubs are coming back. 
Ah, shit. So, um... What are you playing, Tom? <laughs> what am I playing? Shit, man. Uh, Any DJ remember... gigs? Oh, uh, no. I keep my my tracks on my uh, my computer. I'm going to drop them all as an album and sweep the world. Fuck yeah. I've been, I've been sending uh, Dua Lipa some, some requests to vocalize on one of my songs. I, she'll get back to me. Nice, nice. She may have sent her lawyers a cease and desist on me. I think that's just playing hard to get. I'll send a few more requests. I'll get that track. Don't worry. I believe in you, bud. So do you guys remember back in 1993, there was this game called Mist that came out? Yes. Oh, man, I love <laughs> Mist. I saw you randomly playing Mist. I thought you were trying to fix your computer. No, nah, man. <laughs> I I was... That was one of those games that, like... This is the only time I ever remember this happening in my entire family career. But, like, everybody was in on that game when they got it for the PC. So my brother, my dad, my mother were all just, like, trying to figure this game out. So it's, like, one of those weird nostalgia memories for me. And uh, I know Taylor goes and rants on how it's terrible because it's just a uh, bunch of hyper cards and stuff. But it's still, like, a really cool game for the time. Yeah, really. And then... Yeah, who cares if it's a bunch of hyper cards? It's a great story. It's a bunch of great puzzles. Yeah. And getting trapped in one of those mist books, man, that's a fate worse than hell. Yep. So I noticed they've released a new version of it that is 100% 3D and it looks really nice, unlike those real mist games that were from like 2000 and look like they're from 2000. These ones look really nice and they also have VR support. Oh, Ooh. I bet that's beautiful. So yeah, it made me realize two things. One, this is a really cool fucking game. And two, I don't remember a solution to any of the fucking puzzles. <laughs> Hell yeah, love I remember, that. I remember things like, oh, if I go over here and I open this this uh, fireplace, I can go inside of it and there's a puzzle on it. What's the solution to the puzzle? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Shit. <laughs> it's just that over and over again where I just slightly remember something, but I don't actually remember the full solution to it. So I actually have to play this game again. Oh, that's kind of nice. That sounds like yeah. a good experience. Yeah, yeah so I'm I played like an hour. <laughs> yeah, King's Quest is brutal, though. That game you can actually die in. There's no, there's nothing in Mist yeah. that'll kill you. That's why I'm afraid to play King's Quest game. You're like, oh, it's a safe over here. Oh, you got eaten by something. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> that game was just, like, even walking down a fucking hill was a, a goddamn challenge. You fell off the hill, you're dead. Thanks, King's Quest. And I also got a I tr I got a VR game a while ago, but I actually booted it up called Sword Reverie, and oh, I, I'm not sure about this game yet. It's it's uh it's it's like a JRPG kind of, but it's kind of janky. I don't know how I feel about it, but the general idea is that you got a wheel of four elements. So you got your grass, your water, your fire, and they it's like a triangle where you use grass against the water, and water against the fire, and the fire against the grass. And there's a fourth one called gold. It's just generic. Uh, there's no benefits, no weaknesses. Like, Static. So standard. Yeah, so the idea is you swap between the ones and you fight monsters that are elementally uh, infused or you can just use the gold one and not to deal with any of that. And it, it, it's like when you go into a town, it's like four buildings and they're not rendered very well and it's not the most immersive game. So I don't know if I'll keep playing it, but maybe I, mean, I should probably give it a fair shake. I only played it for like an hour. The general idea is like, you know, you, you come into an anime world and like, yo, man, you're going to be the hero, bro. And let me give you exact tutorials on very basic combat such, you know, you're the hero and all. Let me tell you how to swing a sword. So that, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of shit. And uh, you're the chosen one, but you don't know how to dodge roll, dude. We summoned you into this world, but, you know, you don't know how to help jump. a sword before. 
We hope you know how to use a fireball. You know what a fireball we is? We need you to defeat the Dark Lord, but you don't know how to defy gravity. You're level one. Good luck. Yeah, this is the guy. He's gonna do it for us. So those are the two VR games I got. I got a few more I just haven't played yet, because I haven't had time to play them. I picked up Gorn. I picked up uh, Until You Fall. And yes, those are on the back burner until I actually get around to them. I also got a game called Etora. And that was that? the game. That was the game that was bundled with the game Cravels was talking about. It's uh, it's a 2D. Uh, how do I describe it? It looks kind of like Ori in the Blind Forest. But it's it's all a 2D art. I think Ori was 3D. It's, it's all like very high quality non-pixel art it's actually hand i don't know if it's hand-drawn but it's that style it doesn't look retro anyway but it's like a metroidvania kind of game and you play as a girl with a uh a staff it kind of just puts you right into it too there's no exposition you're just being chased by all these spiders then you get captured and you break free and the stick guy some staff thing talks to you you pick up the staff guy and use him as a weapon it's it's pretty cool i don't know much more about it because i only played it like i said 15, 30 minutes, but it, so far, I think it's really rad. I'm into it. That cold open, sort of, where you're just, like, dropped into the game. Yeah, I prefer that. I, I don't give a fuck about stories in video games. Like, I was matching with Elden Ring, where I just don't know a fucking thing that is going on in that game. I just go to a place, and I kill shit, and sometimes people talk to me. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, here's seven lines of dialogue that mean something to somebody, but not me. Yeah, it, it depends on the story. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I play video games for to play a game. I don't sit there to watch a movie. Um, so I, I'll probably have more about to say say about that game next week, hopefully. Because I actually do want to get into it a little more. I re-got into Labyrinth of Refrain, which is a, a uh, first-person RPG. So the general idea of that game is it's anime as fuck. And you're, uh, you play as, the idea is that you're in this town that has one of those special areas in it, because, you know, it's an anime, and it always has to happen, so pretty much this big booby anime girl, witch chick, summons you, and throws you into a well, and the well is what you have to explore, and nobody else can go down there because it's poison, so you gotta be these doll things, and from there it's just a first person, uh, JRPG, just like if something like, uh, if you played Shining in the Darkness back on the Genesis or um, Shining the Holy Ark on the Saturn, that kind of game. And I love those games, but the only problem with all those games is they're always anime as fuck. Yeah. So this is no exception to that, but the gameplay is solid. You get your four characters, you can level them, class them as, uh, as you want, and then the story kind of plays around, around your characters. Like your, char you, your actual gameplay is not reflecting in the story. The story is about what's going on on the surface and the things that you do down there, so it has that disconnect, which is nice. You just kind of do your thing. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun game. If you like JRPGs like I do. You love those JRPGs. Yeah, man, some of them. I can't, them. I... Like, this is turn-based, but it's so, it's, these, the first-person games are very fast-paced. Yep. Yeah, so I can get into those, where they're, like, the ones that play more like Grandia just take fucking forever. Like, what's that game that everybody loves for some reason? Trials of the Sky or tra um, Trails? Trials of the Sky. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's Trials, right? I don't know. It's one of them. But I think it's yeah. They are so painfully slow. I do not like that at all. 
Uh, I've been playing. I've been looking for games to play on my Steam Deck, so that's pretty much why I have all these 2D easy to play games. Because I was just testing that thing out. Uh, have I been playing anything else? I don't really think so. I, I just keep it 30 hours. I get bummed out. It's like, oh man, it breaks open at 30 hours. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No. Yeah. You should be wrapping it up around that. Like, you should what be wrapping the corner. What is people's love with Persona? I do not understand that fucking game and why people love it so much. I watched Corey play 20 hours of it and I still don't get it. I, just, I, I played three and four. They were fine, I suppose. They weren't groundbreaking. I'm very creeped out when people my age are playing high schoolers that hit on other high schoolers. It's creepy. Don't like that. <laughs> and the actual gameplay is just a dungeon crawler, and it has like the boring, you only have so much health and you can't heal, you have to leave and come back the next day and all that, that, that that's just, it's so slow. I can't deal with that shit. In 5, I just didn't do anything for me at all. Boring-ass yeah, game. I got, I got Strikers, the, uh, the, the Moso, that Persona 5, but that doesn't work on the Steam Deck for some reason. It, it has a loading screen and then nothing, so. That that's one went to get patched. No, it's like uh, it's like the, the people who made Dynasty Warriors made it. Oh, okay. So it's a uh, like a much more actiony. It's not very. It's the least Dynasty Warriors most of the game I've played, where it plays more like just like a straight up action RPG. It doesn't load. Sadness. Um, I also got Baldur's Gate three, and I didn't get around to playing it yet. But that game is still six months away from an actual release, and the game is already over a hundred gigabytes. <laughs> why is that so big for it too i think they just released another class i think why is it so big 100 gigs that's insane yeah oh yeah i also got a different game called tozi uh tozi hua knights dracula's revenge and that is a castlevania clone a game like the nes super nintendo castlevania games not a metroidvania just a straight up action platformer and that game is really cool. It just it shows it's uh, you can tell it's a very small studio. There's a lot of things that are not polished about it. So it plays just like Castlevania. It has the same you have sub items you you use the things you pick up like the I don't think there are hearts in this game, but it has like a, that kind of thing of quantity to use the sub items. Uh, you got a whip. It's it's straight up just a Castlevania uh, clone. I mean that's but, that can be fun though, right? I mean, I, 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 I thought a bad thing. That's a game I think is underrepresented. Like you get all these Metroidvanias and stuff nowadays. You don't get like just straight up action platformers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad that's a thing. But some things like there was a locked door. So I went up to the door and there's a mod message that pops up and says, this door is locked. But while I was doing that, it threw a bat at me and it killed me. So I was stuck in a dialogue box, but I got murdered in the background. And then I, went, I got the key and came back and I put the key in and then I got killed by another bat. Just things like that, like this is some this is some polish that is in, isn't there, and some of the animations and stuff. You can just tell it's kind of a small studio. I'm not sure how many people are in the team, but uh, or is it Dark Souls like? Yeah, yeah. Dark Souls like just means it fucking kills you for no reason. Exactly. You're talking to a dialogue and you think you're safe, and then whammo, kicked in the face. I really have to pee. No pause for you. No pause, guys. You're not allowed to have a life with this game. Yeah, so that game is really cool. I, I picked up Valheim, and I, I want my, my, my buddy Carvels to take me through my uh, Viking journey, but he hasn't gone around to it yet. I have Valheim also. I would love to come to on the Viking journey. No, I hate survival should, games. Uh, Am I going to like should, this? No, we should. I, I mean, 
So Maybe. I think I think Valheim is best enjoyed with friends. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for going through the world and like sailing around with your buddies, and just like exploring. And they're they're adding like new biomes and and stuff. Like they're adding a ton of content. So I I mean, like I don't know. Do you, do you like exploring and 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 seeing cool stuff? I like, like exploring. I like seeing cool stuff. What I don't like is the lack of progress and having to manage meters like food and warmth and so sleep and all that shit i you don't know there's no there's no <laughs> you do get a bonus for resting right which is i mean like you don't actually have to sleep to get it you just have to like go into a building like the like a like a home you know what i mean and you get like a rested buff um excuse me um when it comes to food the food system you can have up to like three meals at a time, and each meal has a timer. And each meal increases your health and stamina by a set amount per food item. So you're not managing hunger so much as managing buffs to keep your health and stamina high. So maybe you want to do like a lot of building and exploring, so you want like a high stamina build, or maybe you want to do a lot of combat, so you want maybe a little more HP, right? So you just eat different foods based on that. Um, oh, it's like the Tales system. The what system? Tales of game series. You just eat um, food to give you a buff and it lasts X amount of time. But if you don't eat, it doesn't hurt you in any way. Um, I mean, if you don't eat, your base health and stamina are not enough to help you survive. And oh your character God. does go hungry and you like lose max health. So you do need right to eat, now. but like it's not hard to it's not hard to gather large amounts of food. Sorry, I had to return this game for food money. Oh no. Well, we can we can play on the world that I um I was using console commands and I made like a big base with a bunch of stuff in it. We can start there and, and have like a, a well-stocked home base and just like explore and go kill bosses. Uh-huh. Do you have a dedicated server or do you just pop it up when you want to play? Uh, I just pop in and play. I don't have a dedicated server. I was trying to run one, but it kept it kept like exploding and I just got tired of fixing it. So <laughs> good to know. And that, that wasn't that wasn't Valheim's fault, that was my fault. Was, I kept I I jammed up the Linux installation somehow. I don't know what I did to it. Does it require um, Linux? Uh no, you can run it on Windows. I okay. I just didn't want to I changed my home server to uh, Windows because I wanted to learn how to use Active Directory. So it used to be a uh, Linux server. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Valheim is, is you know, it's not a full release, but it's, it's like under 5 gigs. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's small. I installed it's, it already. It, yeah, it's, it's a small game. Well, you were saying how Baldur's Gate is, like, so big. But, like, Valheim, yeah. there's, like... A ton of content there and a lot of cool stuff, and it's it's not uh, it's not that big. I also picked up this other 3D uh, dungeon crawly RPG. Kirby? Uh, no. Oh fuck! I forgot about Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Is this game no. called Potato Flowers in Full Bloom? And I bought this game because it looked cool, and then every time I go to play it, I completely forget what the hell it was called, and then I don't install it. So maybe one of these days I'll remember and actually play it. But it That's looks really adorable. Funny. It's like a like a voxely 
like low poly kind of look to it. It's really cool looking and it has that first person dungeon exploring, but I think it actually swaps over to an actual battle screen where you can see your characters when you get into a battle. But otherwise, it, I mean, it looks like a really cool game. And it just has a really dumb name. I'm sure it means something. Uh, really yeah, cool but... name though. Potato flowers in full bloom. <laughs> yes, it's kind of like they went for it. it. Sounds like a like fucking 1970s like rock album. They're just like, oh, from Mamas and the Papas, potatoes, yeah. flowers in bloom. <laughs> yeah, just go, just go all the way, just go hard. That's how I feel. Why it's not? like the, they're just like, fuck it, we're going hard in the paint for the name of this one. Do you know that the original Shimagami games, even the ones before that, the Megami Tensei games, were first-person dungeon crawlers? Really? Yeah, they got away from that, unfortunately. I think uh, Soul Hackers was the last one that was still first person. Oh, uh, Shin Megami 4 was. Uh, uh, Shin Megami 4, yeah, on the uh, 3DS was pseudo first person. I, I'm not into the Persona games either. Uh, Shin Megami is different from Persona. Yeah, it's I know, but it's it's still Persona. I don't know. It's still the, Persona. Son of a bitch. Yeah, there's still 600 hour RPGs. Yeah, I don't have. Ah, uh, they're not that long. The... Shin Megami Five like, was a solid game. I like that one. I got like 150 hours plus on Elden Ring, but like, I could have beat it at any point. Now, I'm just chewing the fat. It's like um, uh, Breath of the Wild, where you can just keep going because you just want to keep going. Beating the game is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But like versus some of those JRPGs that are like, you're 80 hours in, you're like, all right, I've got to sit down, and there's 44 fucking hours left to go. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like a tales game, and there's six fake endings. It's like I swear but to Bravely God, Default no, did that no, the second no. time. Bravely Default oh started all over God. again. I was like, I'm done with this. That, that game like, loops like four times, didn't it? <laughs> I, I I don't know. After the second one, I stopped playing. That was the many, worst. Oh my god! How many times can a villain join your party before you think the game's fucking over? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh cool! We got three of the main bosses in our party. It's gonna be over, right? Nope. There's a fourth. God fucking damn it! What's this game gonna end? And finally, I played a little game that came out from this small indie studio called Nintendo. They come they come around with a game every so often. And not always are they good, but they have a, uh, a series called Kirby. It's a little pink guy. It's a little puffball. He's he he's a uh, he's a nightmare monster that will just eat anything and absorb them. And it's played off as the cutest game ever. It's a very <laughs> confusing little creation. But this latest one is uh, that's fucking amazing. Does anybody else play this game? Not yet. It's like on my list of games to get. But I wanted to see if it was because, like, my problem with the Kirby games is they're mad easy and you beat them quick, you know what I mean? And they're usually once you beat the first level, you usually see it all. So I'm glad to hear that you're enjoying it because that's been like my issue with them is just like, oh, yeah, they're, they're Kirby, you know what I mean? Previous six Kirby games, the number may be wrong, but it's probably not. Have all been you can show me a screenshot from any of them, and unless it has that little robot. I will not know which game it is because they're all the same fucking thing. No, you'd know you'd know which one's the yarn one because it's got the yarn graphics. Oh, I think there's been six games since the yarn one. The yarn one was fun though. See, that one was different. Let's see, there was uh, Purple Deluxe. There was uh, that remake of All Star. There was uh, 
Robot Bot Bot. There's uh, the the oh, yeah. Switch one before this called uh, Friend Friend Buddies or some shit. <laughs> Wait, were they really be popping off games like that? Yeah, I had no clue. There's yeah, a ton of them. They, they did Kirby Rotten in the last few years. They did uh, Return to Dreamland on uh, the Wii after the Yarn one. So what's that? I five mean, Smash Ultimate's technically a Kirby game, right? He's the main character in the. Uh, Are we calling campaign. Smash Cannon anything? I yes. mean, just to add another Kirby game to the list. Well, you know. Smash Smash is not the same as every other Kirby game. So this one is not that this one it goes 3d and when they showed it off it looked like it was going to be like a like the breath of the wild of kirby but it's not what it is is it's the kirby version of uh what was that that wii u mario game uh 3d world mm, okay nice oh fucking rad yeah we're yeah, yeah the like the mouthful mechanic seems to be <laughs> like so like good. the mario suits it seems very it seems very reminiscent of the mario suits yeah, so you, they, they have that mouthful mode. The game has its standard Kirby mechanic where you can, with uh, the enemies you fighting have uh, enemies you fighting have a <laughs> yeah, uh, have, <laughs> have an ability. You you can take that ability. Uh, you know, it has the, the general, it has like the bomb, it has the cutter, it has the sword, all that stuff. And that works as you'd expect, but there's also the multiple mode where you, you absorb actual objects, for example, a car or a soda machine, and then you get that ability. And it always looks like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like his mouth is just like wrapped <laughs> around something, and he's just still there. Like you can still see the car wheels and everything. He's just yeah. You see his little stub feet in the back. It's just like, the most disturbing looking thing, but he's like happy. That I anime car, yeah, the trailer. <laughs> the vending so machine, good. he's just like fully wrapped around it, except for like the dispenser, and you like spit cans out at things. Yeah, and you can pick the cans back up. You have a, it's it's a finite number of cans, but you can pick up the cans and refill, oh refill my it. Goodness. Being no no having fits. The car yes. one's adorable. I watched the trailer like six times, like just because I can't get enough of the car one. Did you watch the uh, opening video? Yes, I can't yeah. stop watching it. It's like adorable. he looks—it's so adorable. Kirby with the fucking car mouth—it's just so. He's just funny. going for a joyride. He's having a good time. Like, the music's perfect. The music yeah, is absolutely perfect. J-pop song that's a made-up uh, language. So fake pop song going on. I, I think that might be my morning routine is be like, I'm having a, like, I'm not quite awake yet. And then you watch the Kirby theme, you're like, I think today's going to be okay. <laughs> it's so good. Like he's driving up to the radio. The radio turns on. He decides to do this little dance as the car. Yes. He stops for a line of ducks across the road. It's adorable. Oh, but the oh game, yeah, if it's, it's the Kirby awesome. version of 3 World, and that's exactly what I wanted. They needed to do something new with Kirby. So I'm glad exactly. they, they did do this. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to go buy that this week. I recommend it. I haven't, I haven't had fun Wink. with the Switch game in a while. So. Wink. I'm going to buy it this week. Just buy it. Go to Bull Moose. I still have credit there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could ship it to you. I talked What's to Bull Moose? Oh, uh, it's, a, it's like the main version of Newberry Comics. I've had a bunch of credit there, and oh. I've been ordering stuff. Like, I ordered my Grand Turismo 7 from them, and they shipped it to me. But, uh... Still have not booted that game up. <laughs> I've heard bad things about that game. 
they lower the price by 10% on everything. Yeah, it's a cool store. Um, they're getting PS5s this spring, which was kind of cool. I'm like, when do you think you'll see them? They're like, we're actually going to see them in the store this spring. I'm like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> something, something happened lately. PS5s are starting to show up. Xboxes are starting to be really available. Video cards are flooding in now. So something's happened with the uh, the, the market. Gabe wants a PS5, so he, he likes Astro Bot. Gabe, how does Gabe know what a PS5 is? He's four. Um, my friend let us borrow one, and he saw me playing Ratchet and Clank when I woke up, and then he also saw Astrobot, and I let him play it, and that's how we found out about it. So get a water, uh, water humidifier, and give him a PS4 controller, and he won't even know the difference. Yes, he will. I doubt it. I don't know, Dad, this isn't 16 gigaflops. <laughs> this isn't 16 gigaflops. Uh, I think it's like, what, 72 teraflops or some shit? I was just throwing a random number out. There's a lot of teraflops in PS5. <laughs> I'm so glad he's still making those videos. Oh, that video killed me. I got so what three else? PS3s. You have no PS3s. No PS3s. <laughs> I got one in my garden. Good stuff. I think that's it for me. For things oh. I've been playing. I, I like how I started this whole segment with, I haven't been playing anything. I list off like 10 games. <laughs> well... I think there's there's a couple a couple things in gaming news, right? There's gotta be something, right? Beep, 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 Apparently, beep, Activision Blizzard's not doing great, according to Brett, who's very beep, excited beep, to talk beep. about it. I oh. mean, I, I feel everyone? like I feel like you know you could just assume Activision Blizzard's not doing yeah. so hot. I feel like I just you know. said it as another thing to make fun of because I feel like every week we could. Like, even if there's a week that I didn't look at the news, I feel like I could say there's a new lawsuit and then open the news randomly and there would be a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just burn Activision Blizzard to the ground. I wouldn't miss it. And, oh. Well, actually, don't burn it to the ground. Raid it and get me a fucking working copy of, of Frozen Throne. I feel oh, like they're yeah, like... that was terrible. That ruined that game. Yeah, dude, I can't believe... You know, I can't believe you could, like... I love digital distribution because it saves physical space and physical resources. You know, it's it's great. Digital distribution you get stuff right away. But like when companies like Nintendo, like just take shit off digital marketplaces for no reason. Yeah. And Blizzard just like, yeah, you know, you can't play your your physical copy of Warcraft Three anymore. Like we're we're done with that. But you can buy the remake that doesn't work and looks like shit. Yeah, What's so awful like, was point. I used to have all of my uh, old get classic games on the Blizzard website. You can download the installers. I had Diablo 2 and I had uh, Warcraft 3. They took those off. I can't download them anymore. Yeah, no. They're... They said fuck it's... you. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the, a very good service to a very shitty service in uh, no time flat. Did you hear about Nintendo's... Uh, you can't re-download your stuff from the Wii or the uh, the DSi. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're shutting the all the stores... servers down and everything. I heard yeah. it's gone. I heard it turned off and it hasn't been turned back on. Was it yeah, that last an I, issue? Last I checked, I don't know if it came yeah. back or they gave out a statement, but when, last it was like days with it being down and nobody could download anything and Nintendo wouldn't say anything about it. So that was something. Yeah, and there was, I mean, uh... That's just like Nintendo, right? Yeah, they don't give a shit. You they'll shut take down. They'll take down every video on YouTube about people emulating Nintendo games on the Steam oh, Deck, but fucking worrying about their own distribution, they don't give a shit. 
They yeah, also I mean, have some I of the weirdest like, like um, things that like you can't stream or can't stream. They're almost as notorious as fucking SquareSoft at this point. Being like, okay, here's forty four seconds. Here's forty four seconds of stuff you can stream. What? <laughs> no music or that. character rights. <laughs> I feel like nobody would pirate Nintendo stuff if they like made it accessible, right? Oh, they hate accessibility. They don't want you to get anything. Yeah. Yeah. They're like Disney. I don't understand that. I don't understand that model. I, I don't think that's good for business. Well, I think people there's think a, things are yeah. limited. They have a rush to go get it. You've it's got a, a bunch pop, of the Funko Pop uh, mentality. Mentality. I can't talk today. You've got a bunch of people who are Nintendo enthusiasts who are collectors. Who, the second they saw that Mario collection that was going to go away behind the vault, or any time you hear limited on release, you get people who will go like buy five of them, thinking that's going to be the thing that gets their kids sent to college or something. And that's really it. I think until people like th not think it's gone forever, then you're going to keep running into this. The worst is when you see those people on, say, if you're on a video with comments or something or on Twitter, and there's always going to be those people who are like, emulation's illegal. Like, as if I give a fuck. It's not. But even if it was, I fucking speed on the highway. I think I'd give a shit if I'm playing a game on my computer. Well, <laughs> oh, no, I it's mean, illegal. I'm going to do it now. I, I think I think we should keep Stupid. old games for history's sake, right? Like, there's a whole foundation about it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a big believer in preserving digital media uh, for for the future, you know. Um, and and when when companies like Disney and and Nintendo do this like artificial scarcity by vaulting shit up, like, or or when when you take down these these digital shops and say you can't download stuff anymore, or you deactivate stuff people have already downloaded, like you're you're erasing your own history. You know, and, and like, assuming humanity goes long enough, like when your company's gone because you locked all that shit away and, and you know, yeah, bought piracy, you know, like, now now, now you're just gone, you know? You, you erased yourself. Seems seem yeah. kind of dumb. Like, the two things, like, they have, like, the Wii Shop went down. You can't buy things anymore. That was, what, a few years ago now. Now you can't re-download the things, and everything that was locked to that system was on the physical hardware, because there was no account system. So if you're, say, if you only had that one system, and that breaks, it's, it's it. You can't play those games, like, legally. Yeah. Legally. I'm throwing in my quotations broke. there. Well, no, my Wii U broke. I'm not going to go buy a fucking another Wii, like, and Where I already know. a Wii U? Exactly. I'm not gonna. You think I'm gonna go find a Wii U so I can go play Super Fucking Punch Out again? No, I'm gonna go play it either on my emulator or I'm gonna go play it on something else. But it's like, it sucks to know that. That's the reason I didn't get behind those digital shops as much, just because I knew of how wretched Nintendo was. I was like, oh, they're the one like system I won't buy copies of. Like Sony and stuff is good. Xbox is pretty good. Nintendos are just douchebags when it comes to their fucking... I don't think it's malice. I think it's just ignorance. I think so, too. They, they just haven't understood it. There's something with Japanese companies, especially the older older ones, that just do not understand the concept of digital distribution and like preserving things. Well, and like also, Square like... And like <laughs> Square keeps like, losing all their source codes for games and stuff. Right? They're like, oh, we don't know where the notebooks went. It's like, what? How the fuck don't you know where those notebooks uh, went? Or we burnt them somewhere. Uh, we got rid of the discs. It's like, what? 
Final Fantasy VII just shipped, guys. You know that game that caught the most expensive game made to date. Yeah, just throw away all the files. We don't need it anymore. We got the disc. Get rid of all of them. Good job, guys. <laughs> we don't need any of that. <laughs> Silent Hill, that that whole fucking thing with the uh, two Before and three HD collection. Save. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, cloud saves. Yeah. Ha, 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 don't good. kill me. Please don't kick me off. Yeah. No, that was fine. <laughs> you get one. Okay, cool. <laughs> you. <laughs> the other thing that I saw on the news this week was all stuff about companies being not great or their employees, which is stuff I, I don't know anything about. I don't really like I mean, on it. You want good news? Uh, sure. No, hang on. Can we do weird news first? Can we talk about... Oh. Can we talk about... This isn't the, the good limited news? Edition? Are, we t- are we talking I, about the hedgehog in the room? Yeah, dude. I gotta talk about the hedgehog in the room. I've been dying to talk about the hedgehog in the room. <laughs> Fucking in partnership with the new movie, the new Sonic movie, Xbox and Sega Team made a fucking limited edition, special edition hedgehog Xbox with fuzzy controllers. And looking at them, just looking at them makes my palms sweaty. They look like They're they terrifying. can. They look like, like, like somebody at Microsoft went back in time to the 70s and like pulled the shag carpet up and brought it into the future and wrapped it around some controllers. We got a you blue know, one, we got a red one. They're fuzzy. They're horrible. I hate if them. You, if you're going to make something weird and disgusting, what better group to release it to than the Sonic fan base? Oh, yeah, no, these are going to sell out. I think it's a promotional thing. I don't even think you can buy them. Can't wait to see those covered in Cheetos. Oh, was, yeah, was, somebody's uh, going to get them Cheeto dusted, for sure. I'm pretty sure it was a uh, a uh, contest or something? Some kind of promotional contest giveaway? I don't know. Like... Somebody's toddler is going to get so sticky with those things. Like, I... uh, they're gross. <laughs> uh, they're... Uh... Oh, the Xbox itself has like knuckles on it or something, or maybe Sonic. I don't know. It has the ring it's... on the uh, the grill. The chain made it look like a like a ring. This yeah, like it's okay. fine. The it's, great. it's fine. It, there's nothing to talk about with the console. Like it's just fine. It's a fine special edition. Exactly. But it comes with these red and blue fuzzy <laughs> controllers, and they're the fucking worst. They're, they're so just gross. gross. They're so gross. You wouldn't buy one. No. I my would. friend, my friend bought like I think either leather or something for the four when Forza came out. They were selling like leather controllers. He's like, dude, I bought the special one. I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> it just also gets so stupid. Was it a steering wheel? I, I can no, see a wheel it, being leather bound. No, like, like leather grip, like steering leather wheel grip, style. Yeah, for the controller. Xbox nope. is the weirdest shit with controllers. <laughs> More power strong. to them, I guess. They're doing something. Yeah, I mean, if people are into it, you know, good for them. But, like, you I know, get, like... When I'm you're gaming, shopping for consoles, and you're looking at things. You got the PlayStation 5, and it's white controller. Are the alternatives being there's a purple one and there's a red one? Or you got the cool Xbox on the shelf with a fucking fuzzy controller and the leather-bound controller... They got something else going on over there. I trust those Xbox people. Guys, I'm I mean, gonna they go also get a waterbed their... and the fuzzy controller. I'm pretty what sure and chairs. Don't they do a custom controller building site? Yeah, don't they... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, controller no, labs I, or something I, like that. Yeah, I think I, they're, they're fine at making controllers. I'm sure the controllers are good controllers, but I, I don't know about you guys. I get sweaty palms when I'm gaming hard. You, you know, that. when I'm out here, like, gaming, when I'm gaming, I get sweaty palms. And just looking at those, 
like oh, a 20 yeah, hour dude. Elden Ring session need, needing oh, to stop oh, dude. needing to you stop your hands off and, and then part of the controller where your hands are all like matted down oh, I'm just gonna oh. say do you, do you have like a special brush for your controller to get the gnats out of it like you, you gotta need to get, get like, like yeah get that foam every that comes night in, like, when you go to the shoe store and they sell you that foam you scrape off you get some of that shit Every night you have to set in like set in hand conditioner, hair conditioner, so that way the controller's fine the next morning. What's the fuzz made out of? Did they say? Um, it, it's probably like some fake fur. What uh, is the fake fur made out of? What they should have done is got some of that uh, that Korean human hair that they like to sell for weaves and use that. Most cursed controller of all time. All right, I don't care that much. <laughs> no, I wonder. I, I wonder if. I wonder if there are people out there that saw those, and were immediately like, "Shut up and take my money." Oh, the Sonic oh, one is yeah. the number one listed. And I That's mean, uh, most cursed controllers of all time. Oh. Oh, really? it's gotta be. It's gotta number be up one there. already. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was a cute. Uh, I remember the slime controller. That was a cute one. I have a slime controller. Of course, I do. <laughs> uh, Who else I, would I have it other than me? Did you guys ever have that RE4 chainsaw controller? Oh, yeah. I got two of them. I got the red one and the yellow one. There's one for the PS2 and is one that, for the GameCube. Is that is that easy to use? It looked really uncomfortable. Oh, no, no, it's awful. What the one I want to get, but I do not have, are the uh, two pistols that came with that. The, well, they didn't come with it, but it was a uh, promotional. Controller to buy um, for Final Fantasy X 2 for the PS2. Oh. And the two, the, the controller was two pistols. That sounds vaguely familiar. I think I remember yeah. seeing that in like a Game Informer or something back in the day. They're bristly like a hedgehog. Oh boy. Oh no, are they bristly? They yeah, might we're... get bristly with how much sweat is going to get on there and then they like dry and get crusty. Like, Oh dude, I'm going to win this thing. Retweeting and following right now, so I win. You have to, you have to do it for science. Oh, is it? Is it a limited number? Is it just a one of one? Follow and retweet. Yeah. I hope Terrible. you win it. I hope like that Gucci it. Xbox ever shipping out to people. I hope you win it, and I hope your kids ruin them. <laughs> I hope so too. I want to just like be like Gabe. Here's a peanut butter sandwich. Go fucking to town, and I want to <laughs> yeah. just post pictures of it. Nobody wins yeah, a Sonic like... Xbox has children. We'll just get that out of the way right now. I want to just do like a week's worth of like this is what happens and just send it to him like can I can I have just money instead? <laughs> <laughs> this is my Xbox controller one day with children. Decided to do my own version. I've decided to make the Xbox fuzzy too, but it's on fire. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Thank god goodness it's just the controllers that are fuzzy, right? What in the blue and red hell? <laughs> it's like that episode of The Simpsons where Bart won the elephant. Kid, the Xbox controllers was a joke prize. I want the controllers. Give me my fuzzy controllers. It's like playing with Sonic's nipples. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no! Sonic <laughs> 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 community you get weirder. Like, do we need this in our lives? I don't oh, know. I, if you need to go see a weird part of the internet, just go on fucking Twitter right now because the people who are retweeting this are just like, "I'll never touch my PS5 again." I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This changes everything. Sonic Sonic fans are another breed, and more power to them, honestly. Like, oh man, they, it's a meme. Uh, I, 
I don't know. There are some real diehard Sonic fans out there, and I, I say good for them. On the PS3 emulator Discord I'm on, every day there's somebody coming in, a new user. How do I get Sonic Unleashed worked? Every fucking day. I don't know why people want to play that shitty game so badly, but it, for uh, some reason it's incredibly hard to emulate because it's programmed really terribly. So nobody can run it. So every day. How do I get Sonic Unleashed to work? It's only going 50 frames. I want to play Sonic Unleashed. I just want to let you know the reason why people want to play Sonic Unleashed is furries. Yep. Yeah. I don't say that. I'm not saying that with any kind of negative thing. Like, if you want to be a furry, good for you. But, like, the gateway drug. Sonic is the gateway drug to furrydom. Sonic is the gateway drug to furrydom. Sonic and Disney. Disney's definitely gateway to furrydom. Who made that Balto? I know, I know some furries who ruined that Balto movie. Was that Disney? Oh, was that no. Fox or Warner Bros. Oh, one of those no. Movies? Really? Oh, yeah. Balto? I yeah, believe Balto. it. I believe it. Honestly. Yeah. Not oh. making it up. And all dogs go to heaven? That's another offender. I know. I know Robin Hood got a lot of people, man. Oh, it's yeah. That's Robin like the OG, Hood. huh? People yeah. say that's oh, Fox is yeah. sexy. Oh, dude. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I mean, the, the, they're just the, great the characters. Engineer yeah. mouse. Oh, hey, man. Hey. Dark, uh, I heard Darkwing Duck and uh, I, I heard Darkwing Duck and Darkwing Fuck. If you know what I mean. Oh, dude, Darkwing Duck, man. Yeah, he can get it. He, he's down. He's trying. He's always trying to get dangerous. That- Why bring the podcast back? Where I let this go on. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Darkwing Duck's corked penis. <laughs> oh man, Darkwing Ducks, Darkwing uh, Dicks. This- this uh this episode's cursed. Yeah, I mean we're talking about we started talking about the goddamn. They're talking about the Sonic, Sonic controllers, which so. might as well have opened the gates of hell where it fucking came from. That looks like a goddamn beast from Doom. <laughs> they, they, right? No, they look like they look like they went back to the seventies and like did an experiment on shag carpet and brought it to the. Do you guys ever go through like a fun house as a kid and you grab the wall? And, like, you grab that one shitty wall that's sunk in. That's what I assume, like, it's like a wall of those. Is what It's like giving me PTSD to every bad thing I've reached in and touched in a fun house where you're just like, oh, that texture's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine, if you will, you're, like, you know, you're oh. and, and you're gaming in the dark and you set your controller down to have a drink and you pick your controller back up and it's been replaced with the fuzzy controller. <laughs> I would, I would feeling again. myself. The same feeling you get when you try to go for a drink, but you pick up the wrong cup and you get something completely <laughs> yeah. different and it just breaks your brain. Yeah, it could even be something you like, but it's, you're just not expecting it. And now you're just like, ah. I'd be the asshole who tripped on it because I felt something fuzzy at my foot at two in the morning and just like break my fucking face because I'd like think I stepped on a mouse or a like, cat or something. <laughs> There's a possum in my, in my gaming room. I just like sitting there, not thinking one night, half asleep, and just like drop the baby or something because you think you're stepping on an animal. You're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, did you guys pick up that uh, Ukraine bundle they released on a uh, Humble oh, Bundle? Oh, damn, I forgot. Is that still available? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Should go get it. I picked it up. It has some good stuff on there. That's on Humble Bundle, yes. Uh, yes, Humble Bundle. Oh, let's check it out right now. Let's see if it's still live. Uh, me. I had a lot of those games, so I was just dropping the keys on the Discord for anybody to take. 
and I dropped like 20 of the fucking things. They just kept going. So many goddamn games on there. They just Epic, added uh, Rise Son of Rome, just so you know. Don't miss out on Rise Son of Rome. I like that game. I got a lot of hate. It's a fucking great game. I, um, my roommate got it. Great, with his well, no, it was a good intro game to see what the Xbox could do. Yeah, it was totally fun. People were like, trashing on it. It was a terrible game. Like, that's a fun little action game. What are you talking about? It was a good 10-hour game or five, like eight-hour game or whatever the fuck it was. It was fun. A little biased because I'm really into like that generation of like, you know, Greeks and Romans and all that stuff. And I kind of love that shit. So I might be a little biased in my opinion, but I thought it was a solid game. I had like me and my roommate each got two games when the Xbox One came out. He picked up that and Ghost and I picked up... um dead rising and something else and i just remember not being too upset with us like he beat rise he's like here you gotta play it i'm like yeah beat it in an afternoon it was just just a solid play it was fun the joke uh, about the humble bundle is it's uh the xbox one launch library because all the games that launch with the xbox one are on there it has uh even has uh what's that game came out a little later that insomniac game that the one where you're skateboarding or not skateboarding rollerblading sunset overdrive oh, that's on there now right. too. Yep. yeah so like all the uh xbox one exclusives that was, that was a, a fun game. game. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, what else in gaming news? I don't know. Uh, I don't Epic know. raised $35 million in two days. They won some. The Battle Pass went live last Friday, and they decided to announce that all the money, um, as of last podcast, they had raised like $13 million, and then over two days they raised 35 and it was up to close to like 40 or 50 at this point and this some for I, ukraine your uh relief mm -hmm. and i noticed uh, that nice. someone read an article today that like epic has already raised more money for ukraine than some countries have and i thought that was just nice. a funny stat i was like but tim sweeney's a crazy capitalist that's ruining video gaming yeah because he it's so stupid that they say that it was and he announced it like anyone could have been like oh we're gonna like uh drop a sale or whatever like i love that the humble bundle's doing it but it was just like hey we're gonna do it in correlation with like the release of our um season pass like they could have waited a week they could have waited like 48 hours after announcing it they literally announced it as the new season came along and that was cool so yeah i think there's like I... a lot of shitty news in the world and just having like the tiniest drop of hope. Yeah, the, the it's, tiniest it's just cool. Drums. Like, I don't know. Just seeing how big Epic is and how much shit people get for, like, you see, like, companies dropping hundreds of employees after, like, their corporate, like, best year ever. And then you just, like, Epic Epic's could have easily just, Like, yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to hear, like, we're talking about... VR and... in every conversation if you're on a discord or whatever and you're saying oh I got the epic game it's always been that one person says, I don't play epic I won't yeah. play it it's like what the fuck get over it man Do you know I get, the biggest complaint I'm getting from these people is they don't want multiple launchers like dude I'm from the fucking 80s we had to put in goddamn diskettes use a goddamn key uh, like fucking legit manually had to decrypt the fucking code to play a goddamn video game you gotta hit an exe file and another box might pop up big fucking deal <laughs> shit same dickhead no, shit out of me. About coke versus pepsi at this point it's like it's the same soda no it's same. like i, well, I mean epic, epic games gives out fucking free games every week yeah. and they're not always good yeah. games but like it's a free game man like what they it's don't not, have to do that 
like Epic's ruining uh, like uh, f- like fair trade on uh, PC gaming, and they're locking th- th- things behind exclusives with no sales. Like they have sales all the time, and they yep. give you money. Like here's a ten dollar yep. coupon. Buy another game, we'll give you another ten dollar coupon on the game that's already on sale. And they do this all the time. So that's it's, how I got it, Final Fantasy. What are you about? Like, it's how yeah, I got Epic's Final fine. Fantasy at the normal price. I was like, oh cool, I got a ten dollar coupon to make it the same price that it should be. It just seems like when you ever go to a Linux chat and somebody's just going rants about some specific distro, it's like, where are we at in life where we get the most petty arguments about stupid shit that doesn't matter? Which corporation gets my money? This corporation or this corporation? Like, fucking... Yeah, they're all they're all using it to fucking to end the world anyway. Like, they're they're all, you know, fucking... Yeah. I Same with that. Uh, so it doesn't matter yeah. anyway. It's like it's weird. You talk about that. I feel like there's just always those assholes though inside the big group. Like wrestling fans are also I'm like you guys know you are all being made fun of by every other fan, right? Yeah. Then we should probably be nice to each other. Like we're already so far down the totem pole on likes. Shouldn't we just be like, oh yeah, you've made a good point, but I disagree with you. Not be like your site is site is fucking wrong. You like wrestler X. Yeah. I like wrestler Y. We can never be friends. What the fuck? I'm a- on the flip side of that, I was talking to Bree about this earlier. Like, if you go to a like a party or a concert or whatever, and you see the metalhead, they're always the nicest people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I always want to hang mm-hmm. out with the metal the metal fans because they're just like big burly dudes with chains and shit. But they're like the nicest people. Dude, <laughs> you know, metalheads like, are I, the biggest softies. Yeah, we usually are. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> no, we are no, the big I know we softies. Are. Yeah. yeah me and Curvels can speak. We're usually the guys who are just like, we're listening to like a Mon Marth, but it's just like, oh man, do you need help? You want me to like, I've only got 20 bucks, but we could probably get a salad if you need me to get you some food or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like listening to Clown Court maximum volume, but like, I'll, I'll help you. Like, oh, you can't get a train ticket and you really need to go see your dying mom? Like, I got oh. you. Oh, fuck. You really want this t shirt at a wrestling show? I've been there, man. Here's an extra 15 bucks. And, oh, here's 20 so you can get a hot dog or something. Here's a beer. Yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I wanted I wanted, a, I wanted to get myself a nice a nice treat. You want something too? Just because? Yeah, I want a PBR. Then you go see some of the assholes that, like, it's just like you bumped into me, dickhead. Like, oh. <laughs> what is what is Clowncore? Clowncore? Oh, man. So we're not a music podcast, but we'll talk music for a minute, I guess. Clowncore is a two-man band. Um, they wear weird clown masks. They're super genre. creepy. Huh? I thought they're genre. their own thing. Oh, okay. Clowncore is the name of the band, but they're definitely like their own thing. They're a um, drum synth sax outfit. And okay. it's like it already. Guys. Um. Their albums are super short. Like the tracks are sometimes only like a minute long. <laughs> it's like super punchy. Um, some some amazing sacks. Like these guys are really talented. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, it's a weird bit. I recommend you check out their album Van, and I recommend you check it out on YouTube and watch it as well as listen. Um, because they recorded the whole album in a van, and then like they did a video with them What's in the that? van. Was the van driving? Uh, yes. Some there's a so there's the two guys performing, and then there's a third guy wearing like a balakava or whatever they're called, like the fa- the ski masks, and he's driving. Um, but like in one of the in one of their other ones, like not in van, in another one of their albums called Toilet, I believe, they're in a they film it in a portageon in a empty parking lot. 
Is that third um, guy actively taking a piss the entire album? No, no, it's just the two of them in, in like one of the um handicapped like wheelchair sized stalls. <laughs> and uh what like at one point he like whips his dick out and plays the bass with his dick, but it may or may not be like a dildo, like because it's like censored. Um in van there's one point where they like literally drop a shit on the keyboard and they like let it play for like 30 seconds while they perform it's everything it's an experience okay and when i tell you that like the music is actually legitimately good i'm serious like i'm a real big fan of the tracks like computers and you are pregnant that shit solo really uh sent them the new heights yeah yeah uh clown core is is an experience i recommend you check them out they've only got like three albums they're they're short they're punchy um what's the third one funeral i can't remember i think the first one is just like clown core and then there's like toilet and van um but uh-huh. I, re- I i recommend van van is probably my favorite um toilet's pretty good i haven't really listened to the first one all that much ah shit so cool. yeah no there's there's shit involved there's yeah shit clown involved. Core, check them out they're they're a small they're a small band like like they deserve they deserve the love they deserve the shout out oh <sighs> Oh, on that, I think I'm dying of heat stroke. I'm dying. That fucking wrapped yeah, up no. or whatever. But yeah, uh, big metalheads. I read uh, the history of Doom. That's what I've been reading. Ooh, what's a, like what's read? Um, what's well, the audiobook? Um, I got Audible, so I got the um, audio copy of the beginning and intro of ID and stuff like that. And it's a really sick read. It's like twelve hours if you're just looking for something to hear about how a boo. They bo- Ooh. Hmm? But yeah, about how awesome they think they are. How how awesome id Software thinks they are. Exactly. They do think yeah. they're really awesome. I mean, they did like have a huge impact on gaming that we still feel the effects of to this day. But like, calm down, guys. That was like in the eighties. Talk about Masters of Doom. Yeah, yeah, that's an old ass book. It's a really good book. Yeah, John Romero that. and yeah, Doom was uh, ninety three. The first one, yeah. really. I yeah, ninety-three. Okay, so still, then that, that was the the nineties. Like, it's been a long time since you guys had a big impact. Chill. Yep, Masters of Doom it was read by Will Wheaton. Oh boy, John Carmack and how like they all just started yelling at each other towards the end, and <laughs> it's great. Back to the Star Trek convention, Wheaton. Will you belong? Wheaton. 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 Will Wheaton. Will you guys been seeing that? Uh, that uh Picard season two? No. No, I don't watch Picard. That's that's a that's a good choice. <laughs> don't. Is that on better the, to avoid it? You're a Star Trek like, fan and you're avoiding it, huh? On the flip side, they're doing a remaster of Deep Space Nine. Now that is worth watching. Is that should uh, that, I jump that's in? got my interest peaked. Yeah. Uh from what I saw of Picard season one, which was just like clips and stuff, they totally have like lost the plot on like Oh yeah, they don't know what they're doing. What the Feder what like the Federation is and like what Remember that show is about like peace and love and like Yeah, luxury man- fully automated gay space communism and just exploring the stars. Yeah. I'm wrong with that. <clears throat> yeah. You can still have your wineries, your your vineyards. It's not all bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they uh they want the rails. I watched the first season of Discovery and I was like fine for what it was. They didn't really tread on existing Star Trek lore or anything, but 
they're, they're making a sequel to to the next generation. One of the most popular shows ever made. Yeah, they, they, like they completely missed the the mark on it. Like they don't know what yeah. the fuck they're doing. That was like it's the like, most. I love, I love that uh, that Star Trek. Oh yeah, we want to make the sequel. Like yeah, sure. They're talking about them liking the fucking uh, who who made those. Uh, what's what's our boy with the glasses there? Lost boy. Oh, um, Abrams. You talk about the yeah. Abrams movies. <laughs> there was a show. Oh man. Go <laughs> what the fuck they're doing, man. That's a bummer. Worst enterprise. DMZ was a total bomb. That oh, sucked. I heard that was I, bad I too. Killed. That bummed me the fuck out. I love the comic books. They're probably my favorite comic book series of all time. And they're like, we're gonna shove fifty-two issues of a comic into four episodes of a television show and not explain it very well at all. So on, fuck you, on HBO. The, on the flip side of a show missing the mark completely in a good way, how's that Fresh Prince going? Amazing. It's just gone off the rails, dude. You have to catch up so we can talk about it. I do. Because, like, it has gotten so far fucking off the rails, and there's been so many huge things that I'm like, I need to talk to Tom about it, but you're so far behind me that I'm just like, I, I can't talk to you about it, so you need to catch the fuck up. Yeah, I think I'm, like, legitimately having a heat stroke, so I'm probably after this podcast going to lay down and watch uh, Fresh Prince. Hell yeah, that sounds like a good thing to do. I'm going to go watch Billions because the new episode comes out in seven minutes, and I think it's the season finale. I have never watched that show, but I hear good things. Good stuff. Um, As I was Paul, just... Paul Giamatti in that one, right? Yep. And I was worried because one of the main characters left. Um, Damian Lewis left at the end of last season. He's like my boy. So I was worried that um, it was going to go off the handles, kind of like when um, that other show he was in on HBO Showtime went off the rail, uh, Homeland. But it's actually oh, held right. itself together a little bit. So it's, it was promising. I was just worried, like, oh, man, I committed myself to five years of a show. And it's doomed because that dude's the best. Yeah, I have to, uh, man. I have to work on my Paul Giamatti impression. That was pretty good. You were pretty close. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I appreciate the comment. You want to see Compliment. Paul Giamatti playing a uh, a New York attorney addicted to BDSM? That show is pretty fucking cool. Does it have a, a cameo appearance from Rihanna? Uh, no, but it has um the wife. The mark. It has the wife from Sons of Anarchy. Um, Jax's wife. Peggy Bundy. Jax's wife, um, the other girl. I've never seen uh, Sons of Anarchy. I just know that Peggy Bundy's in it. She was in it, yep. Yeah. Tara. Um, What's you up? You have to bro? get us off track, but is there more gaming news? And nobody said this is a game podcast. This is good about anything. This is about free controllers and bad That's TV. That's why I said off track. We're on track <laughs> right now. Pretty much. Um, we had... We talked about Tiny Tina. We talked about how I bad. Update, I want to update my uh, comments about the Steam Deck. Two things I got wrong last week. I don't think I was wrong on the part with no keyboard, but they have either added it or fixed it because you can now access the keyboard on desktop mode. It just works one out of 10 times. So that part okay. I missed. And that port on the bottom is not a, a mini HDMI port. I thought it was. It's actually a SD card port for micro SD cards. If you want a TV out, you got to use a uh, uh, USB-C either to HDMI or a uh, hub. And then you, from there, you can set out the TV. I know this because I had to put it on my TV for something. And I did had you, to... Uh, what's that? Did you get Hades to run on there? Yeah, I did. Works fine. There's Hell a thing yeah. Called, uh, there's a, a project called Heroic Launcher for Linux. That is a... Uh, 
It uses it takes both uh, the Epic Store and the GOG Store and lets you download the games on your uh, Linux install. So as long as you uh, access the Heroic Store, I cannot get uh, what's it called uh, Final Fantasy to run on that yet. The problem with that game is uh, Team Ninja loves to switch between using DirectX 9 and DirectX 12, and it fucks things up, so it doesn't know how to handle that, and the games won't load. But uh, everything else I've run off of Epic works. Hades worked. I launched uh, uh, something else. Uh, can, a few games I tested worked. Can you set launch conditions on there like you can with the Steam on desktop? Because yeah. I think there's a force direct de DirectX command you can apply. Don't quote uh, me on that. I'm just saying what? that that might. That I think there's a launch command that you can add that will force DirectX, like to a specific version. Uh, it's just the way the game was made, so the engine actively switches between two things. It, it makes no sense, and it's this weird, archaic, weird Japanese programming. But okay. I, they, you could usually force like DX11 or DX12 for certain things. I know I had a force DX11 for Final Fantasy VII Remake. That worked when I forced DX11. It's just something to maybe look into. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't even seen a Steam Deck in in person. Like, here's the it, I mean, it's here, it's know. just Linux. You can install. Uh, I think they have their OS up now, but it's just a uh, a customization of Arch. So you could install Arch and do pretty much the same stuff. The one cool thing about I don't know if I mentioned this when I was talking about the Steam Deck, but it actively archives uh, um, shader caches. So one of the biggest problems with playing games on Linux is that every time you play a new game and then you're in a new scene, it has to cache all the shaders for all the uh, the rendering of the graphics. Steam actually has those on the store. So you download a game and it'll also download the shader cache. So you don't have to do that, which is Ooh. fantastic. That's, that's a massive step up for Linux. But the problem with that being it's geared specifically for the Steam Deck and the, uh, the shaders are, are hardware specific. It's mostly just between uh, NVIDIA and AMD. But um, it's not as cut and paste because every Steam Deck's the same, you know? It has the exact same hardware. So you can do that freely and not have any issues. Okay. Uh, the last he, piece he, of the game. He didn't fall asleep during my um, my Steam Deck talk this time. It was good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the point with the Steam Deck now where I uh, I installed all the emulators and I played a game on every system and said, hey, this works. And now I was like, uh, what do I do with it now? I did the hard thing. What do I do? Uh, take it on a plane. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing that. Take it on the train. I was never one for playing video games in public. Just play it with a like fox? <laughs> play in a play box. It, play it with shocks. What were you trying to say, Brett? Um, Netflix bought a company. Bought um, Boss Battle, Boss Fight Entertainment. That was what it. is that? They're a company. Like Netflix is doing the push to try to get some more games onto TVs and shit. Um, when they say games, they mean like interactive stories, right? Like you're not playing yeah. like Minecraft on there, right? Boss Fight Entertainment. What do they make? They, it looks like Bingo. Actually, maybe not. It's um. It reminds me of like the CDI or like the new one. <laughs> Things were built into the thing, and those are so limited because you're using a fucking TV remote to play the games. They were just they like legitimate slideshows. These look like tablet games. Um, they made a game called Dungeon Boss, which is a like one of those um tablet type games that look blocky almost like a roblox type so maybe they did like an arkham type game so maybe this might be their first attempt into um um some type of gaming i see, we'll see. 
I never, I think it's gimmicky. I think it's more of hotel TVs, but I, like, the only time I ever saw it on that stuff was, like, I remember you could, sometimes the hotels you would go in Canada would have a Super Nintendo controller in the drawer, and you could play Super Nintendo games, and I thought that was kind of cool, but I don't see any use for, I don't see Nana fucking playing Solitaire or whatever on my TV. Isn't that the whole push for xCloud and all that stuff? Mm-hmm, I think Launching, so. Just bringing a controller and you sync that to your TV because TVs nowadays have Bluetooth built into them. Katie's mom's super interested in VR, which surprised me. She's like, so she's going to... Every every person I've shown VR to is really into it. My mom, Breeze, mm -hmm. that mom, like all these people love it. Oculus changed everything. Like the PSVR trying to play Beat Saber versus that quest. Guys. And... Guys, insane. why are we talking about VR when we could be like the modern VR? We could, we could be talking about the Virtual Boy. Okay. Or we could be talking about using a VR headset with the most terrifying <laughs> controller ever made. There is a uh, VR emulator for Virtual Boy, so you have like the Virtual Boy oh, effects fuck. in your VS helmet. He's oh, also God. for 3DS. I, that's just like asking to to like melt your brain of or course. your retinas. I want the Lawnmower Man <laughs> add-on. Yeah, I know, right? Only if it's based on the site, the sequel movie. Exactly. Um, I think that's really it. Tom has heat stroke. We've talked about everything we're playing. We've talked about the news. Uh, we've talked about how Derek didn't burn dinner at the D and D game this week. So way to go, Derek! Thanks for doing that. Good job, uh, Derek. Are you boys still listening to the show? <laughs> yeah, they're still listening. Amazing. Thanks to my D and D group for listening. Josh, you're the man. Please don't kill my character again this week. Um, I'll I do like it. Him. Oh god damn it. Give him a negative five on all the stats. I have a neg I have a zero intelligence, which is a fun character. He's a uh, be very dumb. Oh, it's um, it's amazing. He's just like, hey, do an insight check on this thing over here. I'm like, I rolled a two. I'm like, I just think it's kind of cool. So I run up to it. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I've blown up the party once or twice. No big deal. Roll a six to open a door. I'm gonna roll a six to end this podcast. So gentlemen, um I think we bid you adieu thank you again this is episode 16 of tiny dynamite presents digital deliberations i'm brett that was tom that's curvels who actually stayed awake this time uh we hope I'm to see sorry. you again here next week thanks again have a great week see you in the chat peace oh we have a discord server that nobody really the people who are in the discord server don't listen to the podcast so. <laughs> well listen <laughs> to the podcast all right we, we love you all Bye.